Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of this podcast, Stitching Life. My name is Aaliyah. I'm Manolito. I'm Deja. And I'm Javern. Today, we, you know, this is our first episode. So we're just going to be introducing ourselves with a couple, you know, questions and answering just, you know, having like a conversation. So I would say the first thing, guys... You know, we just came out from a pandemic and life has been difficult. The pandemic has done a lot of damage on the earth, you know, a lot of damage <laughs> to life. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> so, you know, people don't really look at the positive sides to it. Is there anything that, you know, the pandemic has brought to your life? You know, you would say thank you to the pandemic. <laughs> Something positive <laughs> that it has brought to you. Well, well I could go. Okay. Oh, yeah, Leah, do you want to go? Um, well, my mother decided it was a good idea to get us a dog at the beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, I've never had, like, taken care of a dog before. Like, we've had dogs, but they weren't really my dogs or, like, you know, my responsibilities. But then now, she's like, here's a dog for my sister and I to share. And then that dog turned out to be a family dog and, you know, a part of the family. And I consider the dog to be, you know, my baby brother in a way that's not weird. And, you know, I Aww. always think about him. I, I, you know, I, when I call my mother, I'm like, how's Coco doing? You know, are you like feeding him on time? Or, you know, I'll be like, send me some videos. I will do video calls with him. And, you know, he's really... He really makes me happy. Like basically, when people get dogs, they always like first time dogs always cause trouble. So like, is there anything that Coco did that really had you all thinking we don't want this dog anymore? Yes, when he ate my charger to my laptop. <laughs> okay, he he bit it off. He that got me upset. What got my you know my parents upset is when he chewed off the cable to the radio but luckily uncle john i don't know where he got the lessons in fixing electrical wires <laughs> but he somehow put together two snare wires and it's working and coco's still with us after the day after we threatened to give him back multiple times he's not going anywhere well for me um what the pandemic taught me was to slow down before the pandemic happened well when the pandemic happened i was at school and i was pretty overwhelmed every day it was just a matter of wake up in the morning go to school do work you know come home do more homework there were days that i had children but my life was just about work 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 and then as soon as the pandemic happened, I had the opportunity to take a break. And that did wonders for me. I'm talking about my skin. The pimples I had on my face just <laughs> magically disappeared. I'm, I'm serious. They disappeared. And it made me think, so maybe I had those pimples because I was definitely. so, yes, the pandemic definitely taught me to take a break. And I have been taking breaks ever since. Well, for me, the pandemic hit like, in a time of my in the time of my life where it was like changing drastically because I was going from community college to like an actual university. So when I transferred, I did it online. So I'm not gonna lie, the pandemic really carried a year of my GPA, thank God. Because my GPA would not be what it is today without the pandemic. The life you knew. 
honestly, <laughs> I would have been struggling. So as bad as it was, it did help me like in that and being able to graduate now with a good GPA. So yeah. We're all Zoom doctors. <laughs> Stay healthy because let me tell you. So like Aliyah, you do um, online school, right? So basically you were talking about you like work 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 has since you're doing like online school now mm-hmm. has like the work you know the work level has it increased is it the same the fact that you were taking a break has that led to procrastination <laughs> you know <laughs> well I think I don't think that the work is okay the work is difficult but it isn't to a point where I cannot handle the level of work I think what the problem is it's the amount of work that I'm receiving I think that's the main issue because mm-hmm. I've been submitting a lot of assignments just in time I will admit I have been actively partaking in procrastinating you know there are times where I should be doing assignments but instead I'm You're doing other things cricket. I'm watching I'm watching cricket you know um, there's a World Cup going on, so it has quite a bit of my attention. But oh. I've been submitting my assignments. You know, even though the deadline is 11.59 and I submit at 11.59, the assignments have been submitted. So, well, Leah. I think that's the main thing. Yeah? As you said that, it's Lent season. So, <laughs> oh. do you think you should have given up cricket for Lent so that you could focus on not procrastinating. Do I think I should have given up cricket? Well, another thing that had a lot of my attention was YouTube and I chose to give up YouTube for Lent instead of cricket. Because, no, because the thing is that, okay, no, hear this. My father and I, we normally watch cricket together. So if I decided to give up cricket for Lent, my father would still be watching cricket and it would be very tempting for me to go and sit down in the living room and watch cricket. So even though I gave up cricket for Lent, I'd still be passing in the living room and hearing cricket since you and your father watch it like that's your bonding time like I, I my father cannot be in the living room watching cricket alone i have to be there watching cricket with him i make you know, john watch football alone because you're not interested in football you know that's <laughs> it could be that's my father daughter bonding time honestly speaking i love watching but i chose to give up youtube instead and after i gave up youtube i realized how addicted I was to YouTube. I'm talking about my finger just randomly tapping the YouTube icon. No, that, that's how addicted I was to YouTube. I didn't realize how addicted I was to YouTube. I think I was as addicted to YouTube as I was to cricket. And so I sacrificed one. Oh, wait, y'all, I have a follow-up question. Did anybody mm-hmm. do like me and not give up anything for this? Am I the bad person? Me? I didn't. Okay. I, I think I should have given up coffee, definitely. I think you should have too. I, I should <laughs> have done it. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, the thing is, I just wake up so tired. And I every week I have to study for this exam that keeps popping up. So I need the energy. But, you know, there's other energy drinks that I'll invest in. So for the remainder of Lent, I will cut down on how mm-hmm. much coffee I drink. So, like, Deja, what's, so like, your favorite coffee drink? Is there, like, um, one you could choose? I like experimenting. I would say lattes are my go-to to make because they're just easy. To buy, it'll either be the caramel macchiato or the ice brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso whatever it chooses to be yes anything <laughs> i oh yes we don't drink whole milk and coffees here so no, we don't. <laughs> anything that has oat milk almond milk 
I try not to put soy milk in stuff because soy milk is extra calories. But anything, oat milk too, but oat milk kind of tastes really nice and coffee. So we'll let that slide. Oh, yes, All you right. know, an ad for Starbucks, but buy the chicken <laughs> iced oat milk espresso. Whatever the brown name sugar is. Too. Whatever the name is. Just say like two things in the name from it to a Starbucks barista, and they'll know what you're talking about. Honestly, and on a hot day, buy the refreshers. They are really good. All of them work. Venti size. <laughs> you have many. Okay. I don't have money. Those things are cheap, you know, the refreshers. Wait, how much is the drink? Well, I think $5. Five something with tax. The tax in Florida is expensive. So, yeah. I mean, that's still cheaper than a caramel too, though. I was just... <laughs> Aaliyah, 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 you know, price change. Price. In the chillers at Retail's. That's a scam, honestly. I don't buy the chillers, but that was a scam when I saw it. <laughs> Why am I spending? Okay, well, I'm in the first place, oh, yeah, you're not supposed, supposed to be drinking coffee. Right? So Then, you <laughs> see, then they, they jacked up the price of the chiller. And then I normally put, if it's um, almond milk or oat milk, I don't like putting regular milk in my chiller. And then, you know, I give the lady a $20 bill. I'm out here waiting for change. And the lady's like, yeah, that's it. And she gives me my receipt. And I was like, did I just spend $20? That's it? On a caramel $3 for the milk? Yes, an additional $3 for the milk. Really? I thought it was $1.50. Now, listen, she no, changing the $3. milk from like the whole milk to either soy or almond. But when they ask her, <laughs> you want whipped cream? Because they're, like, because they're like, if you're going to change your milk, that means you're probably like lactose intolerant, which she supposedly is. I don't know if you I, know how true that I is. I cannot consume milk okay, in large quantities, okay? So I can tolerate it in the whipped cream because it doesn't have a lot of milk, but then I cannot the tolerate it. The whipped cream killing me. I, I don't know how you tolerate it Excuse me. I can tell everything in the caramel chiller. Nowadays, the same way, interview, after second guess, we're not have to get a The same way you like allergic to raw tomatoes, but you're not allergic to cooked tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. No, serious. I'm not the only person I know that's like that. that I know other people, they cannot eat raw tomato, but they could eat like pizza, which has tomato paste in it. I thought you just didn't like tomatoes, not that you were allergic to it. When I was younger, I didn't like it. Now, if I eat a tomato, I'm going to throw up a raw tomato. And yeah, you just don't like it. <laughs> you exactly. put it in no, your head. You don't no. like it. <laughs> no. If you're allergic to something, I don't think you're going to vomit. I think exactly. You're going to get allergic reaction, you know? Well, allergic <laughs> reaction, I don't like it. I, I, I just don't understand how you I can pro- You have a tomato intolerance. Okay, well, I guess I will call this a tomato intolerance. <laughs> oh my God, do not encourage her. Okay, so basically, I think I'm the only one who didn't answer the question, which I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Basically, I would say something that the pandemic probably oh. a positive impact it had was like strengthening bonds in my life. It's not that, you know, I didn't have 
strong bonds with family and friends it like just helped to strengthen them like I found out some things about my friends that probably I didn't know before um it's good stuff you know things probably I didn't bother asking because I was like eh you know I've known you for so long especially like earlier since I've known her for like ages I've learned some things about yeah, her good one. yeah I've learned some things about her that I didn't know before and then things like with my mother and my father and family you know we've just you know strengthened bonds had time together even though sometimes we used to stay in the house and you know quarrel with each other but that's not important you know that's just life <laughs> so yeah when do you feel most productive hello <laughs> that's a that's a tough question i feel like i'm most productive when there's a deadline and the deadline's approaching rapidly (laughs) then i'll start cranking up you know but yeah definitely not in the morning like midday i would say so (laughs) i'm a night owl night owl all the way like for some reason in the night, I just get this burst of energy that I did not have during the day. I think I'll stop in the night at like 12. Anytime past 12 a.m., no. Meanwhile, I think I, t- I tend to do work like in the late hours of the night and the early hours in the morning. Mind you, I do work throughout the day. It's just that I do most work at that time. And I notice that if I, you know, make the effort to maybe wake up at around 6 o'clock, I can get a lot of work done. So yeah, but if I wake up at 12 midday, then it's it's very difficult to get started with work. I feel as though most of the day is already wasted. So why should I do anything? Obviously I can't do that because I have deadlines to meet. Now, what would you do when you like, <laughs> finally have like in-person classes and you know, what, what's going on there? No, but the thing it's is that I would have to wake up at around eight o'clock and I don't have a problem waking up. Do you up feel at you'll be able to like adjust or will it take time? No, but when I when I start going to school in person, I don't have intentions of waking up at 12. Um, <laughs> like a lie. I mean, I mean obviously. <laughs> really? <but> <laughs> no, no, <but laughs> no, they have some people that go to school in person and if they only have one class for the day and it's like, Two in the oh, yeah. afternoon, they oh, yeah. wake up at twelve. Do not, do not call people out. Do not call people out. Okay. Okay. I, I do right. not intend on being like that. Okay. It's a way of life. It's a way of life, sis. No, I like earlier when you need that extra, a little bit of sleep, you will wake up at twelve o'clock. Trust me, you will wake up at twelve o'clock. I haven't, I haven't experienced that as yet. I hope that I'm not one of those people waking up at twelve because I'm a class two. I'm, oh, I'm trying thanks. to see if I can wake up around the same time every single day, you know, try to develop a pattern. Mm. I should make that a new uh, resolution next time. Uh, all right, do that. <laughs> so for me, I feel like the most productive at the wettest hours in the library. So like nine o'clock <laughs> to like 11 in the night in the mm. library. I feel like that's when I'm the most productive because there's mm-hmm. no one around. And my laptop is about to die, so I cannot watch Netflix. My phone probably is going to die, so I have to do work. That's when I feel the most productive. Yeah, I get you. I feel like when I'm at a place and there's, like, lots of people around that expect you to be, you know, not slacking off. Like, let's say at the library, you, like, you just feel like you have to be productive. And, you know, let's say I, yesterday while I was at my volunteer shift at the hospital, I was at the desk 
I, you know, studied immunology for the whole time there because I, I was like, I don't want to be watching TikToks at the front desk. <laughs> Somebody approaches me and be like, you know, where's this or that? While I'm midway watching somebody, you know, dress like a euphoria character, like, oh, <laughs> like all of us have been talking about, you know, university life and all of that. Why did you choose the university you're currently going to? And like, what university is it? Because, like, a lot of people don't know what universities we are going to. So, I do university online. Maybe when I go to the campus, you know, I'll have more <laughs> about the uni. But for now, since I'm online, there isn't, there isn't much I can see. Um, most of my classes, they're not in person. So I'm basically studying on my own and doing all the work on my own. And I just have to submit, you know, by a certain deadline. So there, is, there isn't much I can see right now. Well, I was, well, I'm online now, but my university is in Canada. And it was not my first option, to be honest. But my first option, yes, I got into it. But it's just that, you know, tuition was a bit much. And the one I'm currently going to, it was my second option. And what I really loved about the school was the health science program. And I also love like the school life and also the fact that I have family close by. So that all these things like contributed to me choosing the school. I wouldn't say the name of my university right now, just that it's in Canada. Because even though I say it, most people won't know it. The sea is in America. But I'm not disclosing at this time. Uh-uh. What you think somebody's gonna track you down? <laughs> track you down in a person not even at somebody's watching me. <laughs> For me, I only apply to universities in Florida. Okay, I picked one state and decided that's where I'm gonna stay. Also, it was because, you know, my aunt lives in Florida. So, you know, whenever there's breaks within the semester, I can just pick up and leave and crash at her place. You know, I don't want to be like those international students that are just stuck on campus because they, you know, have nowhere to go. So I was like, yeah, Florida, that's where I want to be. Why I chose this place I'm currently going to. It was the only university I taught. Um, and I just liked that there was, it wasn't a, a city, so, you know, it's not too far from so many cool things. We have, like, bush gardens, we have a science museum, we have, you know, the a huge stadium where, you know, there, there was a Super Bowl last year, you know, it's, it's like a pretty place that I'm in, so I can't really complain. Plus, we have cute squirrels. (laughs) Campus, yeah. Well, I am currently in Texas. Technically, I'm in two universities at this point, but I'm, like, trying to figure out, should I name the university because I'm graduating? Like, does it really matter? (laughs) But why did I choose it? It was close to my brother. Again, I didn't want to be alone. I was not ready yet. to be sent off it was one of the cheaper ones because it's just my undergrad it was it wasn't really a big deal for me yeah I just wanted to get my degree and then when I go off to my graduate degree I would really get into what I want to do so my undergrad is just a stepping stone wasn't anything great and you know spectacular 
Yeah. Being in university, you know, a lot of people like go through the stress and you know school and all that and you know a lot of people talk about self-care so is there like anything you guys do that you want to share with the listeners you do for yourself you know to care for yourself you know self-care stuff well i watch cricket to distress and that's the main form of self-care for me to be honest (laughs) i would say like you know i have these days where i just have like my hair my hair days so it's the day where you know i take away i would also have like put on a mask a face mask do like a hair mask do all of that you know just relax take some time and you know with natural hair hair days take sometimes an entire day so that day i just use it as a whole self-care day and you know i just take that moment away from work Listen to my music if I have to dance around my room. Most times, my self-care days are times when I'm home alone, so dance around the house like a crazy person. Yeah. You know, just relieve the stress if I have to shake my bum bum all over the place. Then that's <laughs> what I have to do. As you should. Um, for me, like, the biggest thing that I figured out completing my undergrad, it's not really one self-care day to me every day is a self-care day even if you literally take a nap that you do it for yourself or you go buy coffee even though it starts an addiction you do it for yourself just making something in the day about you something that will make you happy and not necessarily schoolwork don't focus on work or like an actual job just yourself Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My examples of like my self care would be um going cycling every Monday with my roommate or going to Barre. I don't know exactly how you pronounce it, but some people have told me that's how they think. It's basically a mixture between ballet and cardio and, you know, it's an intense ballet workout or, you know, just walking around, listening to podcasts. I love podcasts. I love podcasts. <laughs> or, um, you know, drinking coffee. Coffee is really nice. I like coffee. <laughs> you know, my self care would be going to Starbucks and trying out the latest drinks, you know, which is amazing. Or going down and getting some bubble tea. I got some today. You know, just doing things that I like to do that I don't have time to do normally during a busy week. So you everybody spoke about the universities. What are your majors and why do you to what are you doing right now? Um, <laughs> my major is health science with um, concentrations in biomedical science. And the typical thing for people to say is that, you know, they want to help people or change the world or leave a mark. 
but that's honestly part of my answer but mine goes also into the fact that i am from the caribbean especially a country where the health health services and the health sector has been lacking a bit and growing up seeing it it has really like touched me and i am a bit concerned and i feel like i should do my part in trying to help get better and also I am looking towards like the path of like medicine but specifically pediatrics mostly because children are you know they I just really love taking care of children I love helping them like I have this neighbor um she is eight years and every time she gets hurt she will always you know start crying and stuff and there's just something about taking care of her and you know putting a plaster on her little you know boo-boo and saying it's gonna be okay and it's gonna Mm -hmm. be fine i don't know there's just something i like about it there's just this joy i get from just you know taking care of children yeah my major is similar to juvenile zone i'm doing straight biomedical sciences um hopefully in the future, I'll be either a doctor or, you know, have a job where I can do research in public health or about the medical field because basically my interests are, you know, tackling health disparities for, you know, underrepresented populations. And that doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Black people. It could be, you know... On a global scale, there are so many different countries around the world where, you know, there's not adequate health care. Other people just don't know basic things like how to take care of themselves, how to, like, not get cholera, these things, you know, like, it's like simple things. That's what I want to tackle. I want to con- contribute to research about it or, I don't know, yeah, basically that. But, yeah. Well, I'm majoring in civil engineering and minoring in mathematics. Initially, I wanted to do either green engineering or something to do with sustainable development. But the university that I'm currently at, it doesn't offer that as a major. Um, the main reason I wanted to go into the field of sustainable development is because I was concerned about, you know, the depleting natural resources. And I grew up, you know, hearing about, you know, 0.5 to stay alive, 1.5 to stay alive. And, you know, we went through the talks of, you know, people encouraging people to recycle, encouraging people to reduce. Now it has changed to, you know, encouraging people not to use as many plastics. I was really interested in that kind of thing. But my university didn't offer it. And so I went with my backup option, which is civil engineering. Um, I think I'll do well in the field. I haven't done any courses in relation to civil engineering as yet because I'm just doing gen eds at the moment. But I mean, I'm good at physics. I'm good at mathematics. And yeah, I can see myself, you know, designing structures. So I think that's why it was my backup option. Mm -hmm. Like Aaliyah, um, do you think later down the line you like regret regret, um, not going to a school that actually offered, you know, your first option like green engineering um to be honest no i don't i don't think i'll regret it because i mean you can always change your major in the future you know you can always go back to school so at when i'm done with university if i realize that civil engineering is something that i really don't want to do then i could always go to another university and do the green engineering you know or you could get your master's in something different 
Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's an option. So for me, I always said I wanted to do psychology like from a really young age. And when I got into my undergrad and I picked up a minor, which was management, I kind of fell in love with the business side of it. So for my graduate degree, I'll be doing psychology with a concentration in industrial organizational psychology. So it's really like helping employees and even the organization on a whole, you know, I envision myself ensuring that employees are satisfied with their jobs or their career on a whole that they chose, um, assessing employee performance, like selecting employees. So it's really in the organization, it's really HR heavy. That's why I am. So while everybody else is in the sciences, mine is a STEM major, but it's more like a business STEM major. I really don't know how to explain <laughs> it, but that's what it is. Okay, so drifting away from the topic of school, um, is there anything that people tend to, you know, misunderstand about you since we're just trying to make people get to know us a little better? Um, I would say a lot of people I've encountered, they believe I'm this, you know, innocent person, girl, <laughs> or naive, and they cannot talk to me about certain things. Or they cannot, they believe they have to act a certain way in front of me because probably I would judge them. I am honestly not a judgmental person. I am not somebody who will stay there and, you know, be like, oh my gosh, he's smoking? Uh Uh-uh. You know, like, (laughs) go in the trash. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. Um, But yeah, a lot of people... Like, they just believe they can't even talk to me about certain topics. And I'll be like, you can talk to me. I like listening to people. I like, you know, giving advice. You can talk to me about anything. I won't, you know, stay there and, you know, believe you're like the worst person just because you probably robbed the neighbor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody robbed the neighbor, by the way. That's an example. Wait, you don't think somebody is the worst person because no, you're not the worst person. Because there are people who like you know kill people out there. I can understand if you come to me and you say, "Yo, I just like kill five women down the street," then I'll be like, um, so. <laughs> "But if you tell me you go by the neighbor, you wanted some sugar, the neighbor didn't give you what? sugar." <laughs> I do not condone stealing. I will tell you, don't steal. Like, I will tell you, don't steal. But I'm not saying that you're the worst person. There are people out here killing people. Eh? So yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If somebody comes up to me and tell me that they asked the neighbor for sugar, the neighbor didn't give them sugar, <laughs> and they steal the neighbor's sugar, I'm going to judge that person. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm... Like how desperately did you want the sugar? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm questioning it, you know? Like, you, you couldn't just not sweeten your tea this morning? Like... <laughs> okay. So for me, I feel like... Sorry. Um, people think that when they speak to me, I'm uninterested or, yes, I'm judging them because 
I don't have the nicest resting face. <laughs> I will look at I will look at you a kind of way, but I'm I'm honestly listening and I'm honestly not judging you. Probably I'm judging you a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not mean. Like if you approach me, I will be very nice to you. I don't I approach am. people, and people will think that I do that because I'm rude. But I do that because I'm an introvert. I don't like to, you know, make first contact. So like, the least I will do is I will introduce myself, and you need to start the conversation because if you don't, we're gonna be staring at each other because I'm not starting the conversation. Okay, so that's me. Yeah, a lot of people have told me they think I'm stuck up, you know, closed off, um, materialistic and all of that. What if I'm materialistic? It's for me, not for you. I'm not relying on anybody to buy me anything. I could buy myself whatever I want, okay? And <laughs> be materialistic in that way, okay? So you don't have to be, you know, oh, she's a material girl. I have to buy this and that. No, 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 you don't. Also, I have to buy the Chanel boots. <laughs> exactly. I can buy my own Chanel boots. <laughs> and that's what I'm working towards. I'm working towards getting what I want, okay? Being able to support my own self. Also, if you think I'm stuck up, I'm just, I'm just really shy, you know, I'm not judging you, you know, just approach me, we'll have a conversation, if it works out, it works out, if it doesn't, but I'm not just there, you know, standing in silence in a corner, thinking the worst of you, you know, I just, I just don't know you, and I don't know how to approach you or initiate a conversation, but once we get to know each other, We'll be talking all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, um, to be honest, I don't know that many um, misconceptions people have of me. Um, I do recall, however, back when I was in college, I cut my hair really short. And I would oftentimes be mistaken for a boy. Um, that's something that happened quite a bit or people would assume that um because i cut my hair that i'm gay i've gotten you know a lot of comments about that um people probably thinking that i am gender neutral or that you know i'm i'm a lesbian when in fact i'm straight i'm very much straight i guess as my hair has grown out a bit now people may not think that or people don't ask me that question i'm talking about random people in castries thinking it's okay <laughs> to come oh up to me and ask me that question like, people need to and understand like, that you know if a woman cuts her hair she is exactly. she doesn't necessarily have to be a lesbian or bi or gender neutral exactly. she you know exactly and, if and she's boy, not going to like, a crisis even like with boys, if a boy <laughs> that grows too. out his hair you don't necessarily have to think he's gay he just wants to grow out his hair you know you don't need yeah. to jump to these conclusions or like assume things people can do what they want with their bodies yeah you know? so yes i mean when these comments used to come towards me i didn't used to get upset i just used to laugh at it 
Um, I tend to laugh at all those things. I view it as entertainment, to be honest. You know, when people, when I'm at the supermarket and, you know, people be like, you know, um, you know, excuse me, young man. And in the back of it, I'm like, <laughs> I, I look like a man, you know. So, yes, I mean, like I said, my hair has grown out now. Um, it's been two years since I've cut my hair, so I don't get comments like that anymore. I but mean, I used to get those comments before. I mean, if somebody misgender me, to be honest, I don't have a problem with it. I just laugh at it. Most of the time, I don't even correct people. Because... What? I mean, I, mean, I, I, mean, I Why wouldn't you? You, you may not have... I mean, why should I? I'm not... Chances I'm not going to see the person again. You may not have had a problem with it, even though you're not seeing the person again. But it's the fact that I... Sometimes I would be if you, right? Especially, mm-hmm. like, those incidents in town where they had certain people who probably saw the fact that we were convent girls and then you looked a certain way that they wanted to, you know, almost basically, even though the person wasn't mentally there at the same time, (laughs) like, I take that personally. Like, you cannot be telling them. You took it personal? Yes. You cannot be telling them that, you know, she looks (laughs) like a boy or something <laughs> just because of the way she carries herself or oh, i'm walking in town with Aaliyah and they will look at me and ask me if that's my girlfriend because Aaliyah carries herself a certain way oh it's not even God. me they're looking at it's the fact that i am with her that they you know judge her based on her looks like no don't do that i, I think it's there to be honest I guess it's because I've gotten these comments so many times in life. Like, if I have to let it bother me each time I get the comment, then I I would probably be unhappy for a yeah, good no. while. So mm-hmm. um, I've learned to just brush it off. Like I said, I view it as entertainment. I tend to just laugh at it and move on with my day. When things like that happen, you know, I, I come to you and I'm like, yo, yo, though I was walking in town and, you know, a man asked me if I'm a boy or a girl. And, you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh at the situation. You know, um, I've gotten that comment from adults. I've gotten that comment from children, all, all types of people, y'all. But like I said, I grew up my hair now. Um, I guess I no longer look that much like a boy. If I do get the comment again, I'm just going to laugh it off because I've gotten it. No, like, if you do get the comment, at that point, they're doing it on purpose. Because, come on. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's, that's a common misconception. Okay, guys, so what would you say is your favorite childhood memory? Because all of y'all had an exciting childhood. (laughs) I have to go deep in my memory files for that one. My favorite childhood memory. I feel like a lot of my childhood memories are like from like my primary school days. Probably mm, those days where I would be in the school. Sometimes after school, we would play these games. So there was tag. There were these different, you know, catch. There was ring games. There was a certain game that I will not say the name of because it was a bit inappropriate. Yeah. Where people had to hide and certain things had to happen when they find you. But, you know, for some reason, these games were very interesting. <laughs> and I would say those were my favorite childhood memories because that's where, like, a lot I got 
to meet a lot of my friends. And that's like the times I had the most fun. And the times where I just, you know, didn't have to care about my two times table or the fact that if I don't learn my three times table, a certain grade one teacher would take a stick from the door and beat me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's part of my favorite child memory, the one I can remember right now. Well, um, I mean, I had... I mean, I I consider my childhood as being amazing, but um, something I could specifically remember would be me spending my summer vacations by my grandmother's house, and all my other cousins would be there with me. And you know, um, there are times you know we'd go on walks, we'd pass in the shortcuts. At the time, there was an internet cafe in Entrepo, and so we'd go use the internet cafe. Um, we would visit my cousin's relatives, so um, not those. Obviously, not those that they related to me by, because I mean that'd be at my grandmother's house. But you know, um, this specific cousin of mine, we would go to his grandmother on his father's side of the family, and his grandmother would always be welcoming to us. You know, we would go there, would use her computer upstairs as well. You know, she would give us snacks. You know, we'd walk around in her garden. So. I think some of my favorite childhood memories would be me spending a lot of time with my cousins. And up to the like today, I'm still close with my cousins. So, yeah. That's so sweet. I feel like my favorite childhood memory, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to think of one, but I swear all the memories I have are trauma. Like something happened. <laughs> trauma. Like, <laughs> no, like, no, serious. I have a lot of good childhood memories, but like the ones that come to mind is always when something dramatic happened. <laughs> okay. All right. So I did like when I was in primary school, both of my parents worked in the ministry. And with my mother, a driver would pick me up and drop her at the office, but she was like always working. So, you know, I'd just stay there and do work. Mm. But if my dad, he'd pick me up and we'd go get lunch, we'd go back to his office. He would like talk to me. He barely did work. So I feel like I got closer to him then. So it was always something I looked forward to. I feel like I went to him like twice a week. So the other three days a week, yeah, I was going by my mother, whatever. <laughs> but when it was time to go by my father, I'd be excited. My favorite memory would be um, when I finally got to travel again. It was like late in my childhood, but... um. Yeah, when I finally like got to visit Disney World for the first time, also Universal, because like you see all these ads on um, TV, and you're wondering, you know, how's it like, or will you ever be able to go there? But then, you know, I loved Harry Potter so much, so finally being able to, you know, go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Universal was like a dream come true to me, you know. I got to go on all the rides and it was just a fun experience just to see like what was on TV you could just you could also be a part of that as well yeah uh have all of us like you know gone to Disney or Universal I haven't gone to Disney nor Universal as yet but I was hoping sometime in the future all of us can go as a group you know it's kind of <laughs> be like so a nice. trip it would be. Well, be fun. I still have to visit um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. SeaWorld! Let's stay out of that one. What's wrong with SeaWorld? I mean, I've been to SeaWorld, I think, twice. 
Kiwo but has been cancelled. They've, they've been, yeah, we've cancelled Kiwo. <laughs> <Can they? laughs> the abuse of their, you know, animals, most yeah. like the killer whales and stuff. I mean, as a child, you could go. I, was there, yeah. I, w- I wasn't thinking, you know, y'all abusing the animals, but, you know. Mm-hmm. They abusing the like, animals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like and one of them killed the trainer. Yeah. Oh, I remember that mm. incident. But I Universal see the wheel, and Disney are fun. Even Bush Gardens too, which is like outside of my university, like a, a six-minute drive. If your life had to be like a movie or a show or a book, any one of them, what would the name of it be and like what would it be about? Mine would be Just Laugh because... I, I tend to laugh a lot. I laugh all the time. I laugh at the most... How should I say? I, sometimes I laugh in situations where I shouldn't be laughing. You know? But laughing oh. tends to lighten the mood. So I, I, I laugh a lot. Basically, that's it. Chapter 1 um, would be... Laugh 1. Chapter 2 would be lol. Chapter 3, <laughs> LMAO. Chapter 4, LMAO. Um, what would the movie be, like, be about? I stop laughing. <laughs> I took laughing gas. <laughs> um, what, would, what would the movie be about? Um, it would probably just be me laughing. <laughs> it just be a comedy. Just a lot of to be honest. Yeah, yeah, a comedy, most yeah. likely. Like one of those um, what are you calling it? Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler level comedies. Yeah, <laughs> I love that man growing up. Like I, I still love him. I still love him. Same. I still make more movies. Exactly. Especially like the grown-up movies. Oh. Oh, yes. I love that. Like Adam Sandler. Just you know to go off topic. Adam Sandler is like one of those actors. A man does the man does not care like about <laughs> the way he dresses anything, but he is you know be it to me. Okay, he is one of the best actors out there. He's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom Holland down you. there. Wow, <laughs> you do Tom that down. Okay, <laughs> okay. Tom is like, you know, my crush. But Adam Sandler is like, if I have to sit down there and laugh at somebody, like he'll be one of those top people on the list. Uh, back on topic. <laughs> A movie would be stressed and confused because that is definitely what my life is right I'm now. I don't you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to get through the last semester. I'm trying so hard. But these classes, it's like the teachers have a mission, them professors, to just make me cry. Like, all of them. <laughs> so I'm very confused. I'm very stressed because I, there was there were decisions to make when I would be homeless in the fall or if I would have a home. I still... I think I'll have a home. Like it's it's been something this semester. The semester really is has. ending just now, so just now all of your stress. <laughs> not soon away. enough. Not soon enough. Not soon enough. <laughs> I feel like if I had a book or movie, it would either be Diary of a Heartbreaker, quote unquote, <laughs> <laughs> because for some reason people think I'm a heartbreaker, even though I am not. Like I am honestly not. 
but for some reason they believe so or um my life is a movie because there are certain events that have happened that i honestly i don't know it belongs in a movie because some things Mm -hmm. just i don't know they sometimes feel impossible or they just leave me sitting down there wondering what went wrong you have lifetime on speed dial driven (laughs) (laughs) if i had a book that would reflect my life it would be finding independence because i was moving to university i just had literally had to fight for my life Wow. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> she had to I'm on bluff on that. I'm out there every day. I have to figure out, like, even though I have a meal plan, I have to figure out how, you know, the best way to, you know, meet my nutritional needs and don't eat the same thing every day. Or, you know, I had to, like, go and get all these things that, you know, that I have to get on my own governmental thing. Um, I remember how scary it was the first time me taking an Uber. If I didn't, <laughs> if, if I didn't overcome that, I would have never left the university. Oh my God, Bisha, I remember okay. that. You were a mess. I was a mess. And you know, just taking the bus, everything just seemed so scary. From the time my parents, you know, said bye to me, I was like, how... I navigate through this, like, <laughs> but you know, since the last time, definitely seeing that you know, I'm halfway there finding my independence. I can go out, you know. I've been on the airplane on my own for the first time many times. Yeah, I I've gone to the supermarket several times on my own, bought groceries. Um, I've been going to the gym on my own before I never used to go on my own, you know, um, I know simple things, <laughs> but yeah, I'm making appointments on my own. I'm going to the hairdresser on my own, <laughs> you know, these kinds of things. So, yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting that independent life. You know what I mean? Great job. Thank you. We've been talking about like Deja was saying that she... Um, has traveled on her own so many times. So to the topic of traveling, is there like a specific country or somewhere you want to go or you have gone that you want to visit again or you liked, you know? I really want to travel to Europe. I want to travel to Italy and France so bad. Like those two places. I I also want to travel to a Spanish-speaking country, but I'm not sure which one yet. I don't want to say Spain, even though Spain's very nice. But I want to go somewhere like South America like Peru or something. Practice yeah. your Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you're still should I should I say fluent? Should I call it fluent? I'm Are not you ever fluent. As good as I was before, but I definitely like understand a lot of things. Like if I was watch a Spanish show with Spanish sub- subtitles, I would understand what's going on. But to speak it, no. Well, I would like to travel to England and Germany. I have friends and family in England and Germany. Um, I have this friend. She's one of my best friends. She's in England at the moment. And it's been a couple of years since I've seen her and I don't mind going to visit her. Also, I have an aunt in Germany and she's been wanting me to come up for a really long time and I don't mind going to see Germany. And I also have another friend in Germany, so I could probably visit her there. 
whilst I'm in Germany visiting my aunt. Although, you know, the countries in Europe, they're not as small as St. Lucia. So, you know, it's not like you could just go to St. Lucia and be like, hey, you're in Sufre. Yes, okay, so, you know, I'm going to drive down to Sufre. You know, they have certain parts of Europe you have to take flights <laughs> to go to the different places. So, you know, I guess I'll have to, you know, plan how I'll be meeting up with different people when I go to those countries in Europe. But yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I would think that we should all take a trip to Europe because Europe <laughs> is where Europe is. On I want to go to so many places. Greece. Yeah. Italy, Greece. France, um, there's probably more, you know, Switzerland, I want to see that. I, I want to go to Europe and I want to take trains and just go places. Yeah. I want to get lost in places, end up in like the wilderness <laughs> somewhere. Okay, 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 okay. let's stop there. She did. No, she sure did. You're just getting lost in the city, but in the wilderness. That's yeah, she so be pretty. The girls are into Moses. You're getting lost in the wilderness. That's you're missing for yeah, yeah, pretty. Find out to join like some tribe in the jungle. Lisa Jessel. You're not going to see how pretty the mountain range is. Why, why don't you try meadows? No, 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 no. Get lost <laughs> in a place by coffee shops and malls, please. Just get lost in a wilderness. <laughs> no. It looks so romantic. <laughs> romantic? <laughs> she wants to meet somebody like her Tarzan or something. I don't know. <laughs> go see the mall Or go to Malta. Malta is a pretty place too. You can get one to Malta. Look nice. If I had to choose. I would say <laughs> Italy, Greece, um, Australia, and Africa. Africa and Australia. Oh, I always wanted to go to Australia and Africa. Yeah, Africa. Some parts of Africa. Australia because, like, the animals, you know, I want to, I don't want to run if the lions or anything like that. <laughs> I want to see them from the distance, but see them in, like, their natural habitat compared to, like, a zoo. Um, Australia, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. The same thing, the animals, but there are certain animals like the insects. Mm. There are some giant insects over there. Australia has the world's most deadliest. You see, Australia, I I could watch Australia from the plane and Uh like twine. (laughs) Any animal in Australia is suddenly a mutant. (laughs) And then probably Greece and Italy because like the food and the history behind it. I just you know mm. I'm really drunk. Greece was like the best history. I was you know about the Olympics. Yeah. Time. Like, oh my gosh. Soon we are all going to be twenty one, right? And this is a time people say, you know, you're entering the real you know, stage of adulthood. You know you're mature, you have found yourself, even though it's not really that you found yourself because you're always finding yourself, to be honest. But how do you feel about this upcoming stage in your life? And are you ready? No. No. Am I ready? No. (laughs) Am I ready? No. Um, Not one day. How should I approach 21? To be honest. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Even though it's in a couple of months. <laughs> Even though it's in a couple of months. 
I'll cross that bridge when I get there. I don't want to think about today in 21 too much. Because <laughs> no, I will probably no. get sad, to be honest. Because I'll think about all the things that I haven't accomplished in life as yet. And things that other 21-year-olds are doing. And I, oh, I yeah. Right, yeah. like get in a car. Get, get in a car. I'm. So, I want to get a car. Driving. So bad. Yeah. Driving. <laughs> driving. Driving. Oh, yeah. never make you drive. Ever. I. 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 I say I'll have to get a job and save up to buy myself a car so that I could drive. You might around. have to. You might have to. <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just so surprised to see how many people at my university have cars and how normal it is for people my age and younger in America to just own cars like that. Like so many people have asked me, where do you park your car? Or do you have a long way to walk from your car? You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I I walk tandem. Like, you walk? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like surprised to see how many people have cars and like so many people asking me, you know, questions about my invisible car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yo, where you get where you're all the cars from? Yeah. Um, I'll get a car one day. That day I'm sure of. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same for me because like Living in Texas, especially the area I'm in, there is literally no buses except well the school buses. But honestly, that's so sketchy. I they're not that bad, but I just don't like taking public transportation, so I would rather walk. Um, yeah. but everybody has a vehicle because either they commute or they just want a car. And honestly, when they ask. I'm like, no, I don't have a car. But at this point, I'm happy I don't. Because having a car is freaking hard. That's prices right now <laughs> okay so i know that um annalisa and deja you guys have piercings right basically would you get more and like on what part of your body and Aaliyah and i would we ever get piercings and where so deja first annalisa you know the two of y'all <laughs> my philosophy is that there's never too much piercings okay so I hope to get more. I just haven't had the time to. Uh, spring break would have been like a good time to go and get it, but it was it didn't cross my mind today. Um, I would get some more on my ears, like more like upper air, like helix piercings, maybe some inner air as well. I wouldn't really go to my face because that's just a different territory. <laughs> But if I had to go somewhere else on my body, maybe a belly button pierces. But yeah, the Africa um, may be a bit difficult. Yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. Um, I would get literally one more piercing. And it's a deep piercing on my ears. Right, because I get 
because I get migraine, so oh. it'll be nice and it can help. Mm-hmm. So that is all, and I'm not, I'm not injecting myself anymore. Except I do want a tattoo, <laughs> but I don't know about that yet. Oh, tattoo <laughs> so, too, but <laughs> I'm afraid. But I really um, want oh. one. Like really want one. I'm afraid. I just want it. Like it would have regrets after I put it on that you know, mm-hmm. knowing that I mocked my body and that I'm yeah. no longer clean slate. I don't know, just cause it's a weird thing to think of. It's it's really you really have to think about it because it's a commitment for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a commitment. Because you can't like really go back after that. I mean you can, you can do it. You can, can it. But why do that when Well for me, um I I don't think I'll be getting any more piercings in my life to be honest if i had to get one more piercing it'd probably be on my ear but i'm just scared that you know i want these person to if they get an additional piercing the piercing doesn't heal mm-hmm. and you know i go through the whole process of my ear getting infected and i i don't want to go through that so i honestly don't think i'm going to be getting any more piercings than the basic yellow piercings i got as a baby I feel like with me, it's not a yes or no answer. It's a, if it happens, it happens, to be honest. Like, eh. Like, I I look at them. I like to see them. But right now, it's not something that I will go and get. Just uh, if it happens, it happens, you know. If life yeah. just one day just push me into the doors, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very good. Um, I remember when I was in form, not form one, year two, was it I had like the most intense thought of saying you need another piercing, you need another piercing, that was like for an entire month, I was in my head saying that I needed to get another piercing, I let it win. So basically, final question, individually or as a group, you know, what would you say was your reason for wanting to start a podcast to be honest i just like the fact that i was doing the podcast with y'all um i don't really um how should i say that (laughs) i don't really (laughs) listen to podcasts that much but then i was thinking that it would be fun to do one of my friends um and that could be something that we could even carry into university you know all of us meeting up at a certain time and giving our (laughs) views and opinions of some matters i think that that's that would be something to look forward to. So yes, I like the fact that I'm doing the podcast with you. So this is why I'm doing the podcast. Yeah, I love listening to podcasters. And you like pastime that I picked up, and you know, it's it's just a nice way to like also like um chat with friends because a lot of the podcasts I listen to are with people with like their friends. So there's like Remy and Alicia. They're two YouTubers. I listen to them last night and then the other two British girls that I listened to as well and it's just nice you know podcast with a lot of people as well nice environment mm-hmm. well for me I would say like I just like the fact we can all have you know our different views and you know points to like share with the world or whoever is listening right now you know i just i like even in our group chats 
we talk about different things like shows we watch, uh, different things happen, celebrities, boys, stuff, you know, there's different things. And, you know, I just feel like having this podcast with you guys would be like the best, you know, little platform to just share our views. Yeah. I think the same way. It's a way to just talk with friends. And like sometimes we talk about some very interesting things and why not share it with others? Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. it's not like some of it is like so personal. Some of it mm-hmm. is things that people could learn from. Yeah. That it could benefit them. Yeah. Love that for it. So guys, this was the first episode of Stitching Life. I hope you enjoy it. And yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.